0: Welcome to the Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated, and tired. I'm your host, Kezie Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive in to the show. Welcome to this week's episode, and this week I am sharing with you the five principles. For how and why it is that I feel better now after having three tiny kids, less sleep, you know, a whole lot of stuff going on. How and why it is that I feel better now than I did a decade ago. Like even this past year, newborn twins, a toddler, less sleep. Yet I feel like my energy is good. I feel good. Like I, I'm i not burnt out. I'm not, like everything's not perfect. But what is happening there? Why... Is my energy more stable? Why are my hormones regular, normal? Why has all the stuff that plagued me before when I had more sleep, less kids, like what has gone on there? And that's what I'm sharing with you is these five principles. Because I also see these play out with my clients all the time and I want to share them with you so that you in a month's time, a year's time, five years time, feel better than you do now. Because I'm guessing that's probably why you're listening to the podcast is you're struggling in some area, in some way, and you can feel better. You can, I know that you can feel better than you do right now. And I want to share these principles with you so you can start to apply them. Okay. Sound good. Um, otherwise I hope you are doing well. Big news, big, big news <laughs> in the Kesia Hall world is, um, I went to a dance class yesterday. This is tough. I mean, this is nothing related to the podcast. I just want to, um, boast about it essentially, because I have wanted to go to a dance class for Maybe five, six, seven years. I mean, to be fair, the last couple of years has been like babies and lockdown. So, you know, it's only really just opened up. But also there's been like, oh, I'm a bit too old. I'm not very good. It'll just be full of like, you know, good dancers. Who am I? You know. Also, I don't know it. No one wanted to come with me. So I'd be going on my own. But I did it. I did it, guys. Last night. I went, it was called MTV Dance. We danced to Shakira, you know, the classic Shakira song. I wasn't great, but it was awesome. And it was it was just good. I was like, yes, A, I have the energy to do this. B, it felt uncomfortable and scary to do it, but I did it because I'm just used to, you know, I, that's just like a pattern I have. I had, you know, the boundaries, childcare in place. So that wasn't an excuse. It was fun. I'm going to do it again. I'm definitely not going to end up as a professional dancer, though. I can tell you that. I was like, why are there mirrors in this place? <laughs> in my own little head, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm like Shakira. And then you look in the mirror and you're like, mm, maybe a bit clunkier, maybe not as smooth hips as I thought, but it was so fun. So that has been happening. And I've really been working more on, not working, so that makes it sound like it's hard work, but exploring the idea of how can I um, just have more fun and joy in my life and I I'm, I'm kind of relate to this episode. I'm so grateful that I have the energy to do that. Like, I'm not just like a massive, you know, crashing and burning at the end of every day. My energy, I'm tired at the end of the day because I've spent energy. But that's just something I'm really grateful for. So that has been happening. Um, otherwise, it's starting to be a bit like summer here, a little bit, which is exciting. And then I've just been doing client work um, and wrapping up some programs with clients keeping on going with clients, I do have spaces for new people just now, so with that means we could get started straight away, so I would love to chat to you about that if you are interested, um, and we can figure out if that's a good fit, what are your root causes, what is the quickest and easiest things that you can do to see results, because essentially that's what I do with my clients, like how can I, how can you feel better ASAP, like how can you feel so much better after your program working with me that you're like, whoa, um, and what is it you need? All of that sort of stuff. So caresyourhaul.com forward slash book. Um, but I was actually checking in with a, um, a client that I wrapped up with kind of at the start of the year. And it was just so good to see them. Because I work with people over about three or four months. And we do a lot of, int- like, I say intensive work, not because it's like you doing lots and lots of things. And, you know, sp- like it consumes your whole life. But just in terms of like reshifting your gut. And, you know, we make, we, we create a lot of change and a lot of shifts. But that doesn't end when you start working with me because I kind of set you up for success. So it's just great, Chantis Klein. She'd really struggled with some bowel incontinence stuff for a long time. And obviously that I've experienced that. And that comes with a lot of embarrassment and shame as well as just like a, some practical gut stuff that needs to happen. And she's just like, yeah, that's not like that's not been a problem anymore. And there was also some other digestive stuff that was happening that had been going on for years and years and years and years. And, years. and just hearing things keep in getting better. That I hear from clients or recently I've had some clients tell me that they're pregnant and that was kind of you know the not the main reason we were working together but you know they're working towards that and they were hoping it might happen especially you know sometimes women can feel more anxious about that if they're slightly older and so that's really fun that that's been happening um, for people like yeah it's just it's about you feeling better now but it's also about you in a year's time like you you in two years time or think about me like how do I want to feel when I'm 40 What do I want my health to be like? What do I want my life to be like? Because ultimately your life is impacted by your health. Anyway, so that is always, always fun to do. But before I carry on and tell you more random facts about my life, (laughs) let's dive in with today's show. Enjoy. Did you hear that I'm doing a fun new thing? This is going to be something that's going to help take stuff off your to-do list. You are going to feel so much... Clearer, less overwhelmed, really focused, feeling really motivated when it comes to your health and knowing what to eat. It's going to be something that's going to make your life easier, and it's going to be free. And I'm offering it every week. And no, it's not the podcast because the podcast does all those things as well. But you know, I'm ramping it up. I'm making it even better because I really know that you can feel better. I know that I can help. And what I'm offering every week is two free. Clarity Calls. These are free 20-25 minute Zoom chats with me where you get my eyeballs on your health and there's twofold purpose for these. What we'll do is over that 20, 25 minutes, because this is something I'm trained in and do every day, I will be able to glean more of, okay, what is going on? What are some of your root causes? I'll be able to begin to figure out what are some of the key imbalances happening and you will leave with clarity of what to focus on. What are the right next steps for you? These calls are also an opportunity where we can find out more about working together. Would that be a good fit for you? What would that look like? What would the lab tests look like? What would your personalized program be and where, how would that work together? I would love to have one of these calls with you because, you know, I love what I talk about here on the podcast is having that personalized approach based on your unique body. But I can't do that when I'm doing a podcast that thousands and thousands of people listen to. But in a conversation, I know that after 20 minutes, I can help you gain so much more clarity of what is really going on with your health. What are the main problems to solve and what your next steps are? And that might be working with me. If I feel like I can help, I will let you know and you can decide and we can go through that. Or it might not be, but you will be clear on what are the next steps. I know so much of the time people are Googling, they're reading, they're getting contradictory advice and in the the end they're not making any progress still feeling stuck so I want to give you this for free help give you give you the gift of clarity cheesy as it sounds so if you want one of these free calls I'm making space in my calendar for two each week so it'll just roll on and when each week's full up they'll be booked up and they'll be done on zoom and you can book in at kezia hall k-e-z-i-a dot com forward slash book. So that's keziahall.com forward slash book. Book in your free clarity call. You can also find the link in the show notes on Instagram. I would love to chat with you. These are really fun. They're going to be really informative, but also chilled, zero pressure. Um, Yes, we'll talk about working with me if I think, honestly, that's going to be a good fit. And if you want to, but these are not like, I don't know, high pressure calls. They're meant to be fun. They're meant to be helpful. And I would love... Love, love for you to gain more clarity so that you can start solving the right problems in your body and in your health and therefore see results with more speed and more ease. That's that's really what we want, right? So book your call, keziahall.com forward slash book, B-O-O-K. You can just go to keziahall.com as well and you'll see at the top, book a clarity call. You can book in there. I would love to chat with you. I really, really would. So pause this right now. Pause, go book in. Come back. Okay, I'm looking forward to chat and let's get on with today's episode. So here's the deal. I feel better now than I did a decade ago. So I am 34 now and I feel way better than I did when I was 24, then I was 21, then, you know, all the prime times of feeling good. I have more energy. My gut health is better. Like I used to have horrific IBS and chronic diarrhea. I got investigated for lots of things. If you don't know, tested, biopsied, all the things. Came back with an IBS. I was going to the toilet four, five, six times a day. I I don't have IBS anymore. Don't, wouldn't describe myself as that. Bowels are normal, no drama, boring, daily, boring bowels. Uh, My skin is good. I used to get eczema. And like funny rashes and generally, that's pretty good. My sleep is good. My periods are boring, pain-free, regular. I'm fertile because overly, not overly fertile, but get pregnant very quickly. (laughs) I've learned. My mental health is stable. I feel fit. My body composition is healthy. Yet, I am at... The stage of life where most mothers would face crisis and burnout, new symptoms, new diagnoses, a weight that they can't seem to shift, autoimmune conditions. Maybe their thyroid's gone. Maybe they've been on antidepressants. Maybe they have insomnia, even though their sleep well. Just struggling, and that's something I see a lot in my practice. Obviously, that's a um, not everybody. But generally, I do see having children, raising children, birthing children, trying to get your child to sleep is a major trigger because it's a tough time. It, it, it just is. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's not. So my very critical questioning mind um, comes up with, oh, how is it that I feel better? Is it because I'm lucky? Is it because... I don't know. I'm doing something particularly special, because honestly, if I am, I will tell you, <laughs> and that's what this episode is for. Because I, I don't want you to burn out. I don't want you to face crisis, and I don't want you to face all these things that we kind of think of as just normal. Because we, but they're not normal. We just see them frequently. We see so many people, um, who are anxious and depressed, that it's very normal. And that experience, I just don't. I don't want that for anybody. That's That's, it's, there's no shame in being that. I've been in that place so many times. There's, there's no judgment or shame. It's just, it, it would be great if less people (laughs) were struggling, wouldn't it? It would would be great if you weren't struggling. And I, and I was talking to someone recently and she was like, you need to talk about this Kezia because that is uh, incredible that you feel better. Like a year after you're having twins, having a toddler, working. And actually I want to share some of that with you because it's not like, it's not like some secret supplement that I'm taking. If it is, I I would share that with you, (laughs) but I really want to go through some of the key things about how it is that I feel better. What I think are some of the key foundations and principles that you can apply them in your own life. And you know, you might not have young kids. You might not be the same stage of life I'm at. That's okay. You can still apply these things. And these are things that generally actually I probably apply with all my one-to-one clients, my private clients as well. And they're real foundational things that have meant I continue my health continues to get better, and I don't. It's not that my health is perfect and that everything's all fine and you know wonderful, no problems. No, like there's some hard stuff that comes up in life and in my health for sure, but that it, that these principles have really helped ensure that where possible, my health is actually getting better and better. That that that, and again, we can't control everything, but where I can influence, where I can have impact, what I focus on and how I am doing the best job that I can do to ensure that my health and my family's health keeps improving. It keeps getting better, that we become more resilient, that my mental health becomes more resilient, more solid, my sleep better, more resilient, my gut health, better, more resilient, my hormones, solid, steady, so that my systems, my organs, my hormones, my digestion, my um, neurotransmitters, my circadian rhythm, my skin serves me and the life I want to live, because ultimately that is your health, your body, your system, your gut, your hormones, your energy production, your mental health is going to really serve you and propel you into the life that you want and the things you want to do and the unique stuff that you're put on this earth to do, or it's going to make that harder. It's going to like make it more trudgy. It's going to hold you back. It's going to feel more difficult. I, and, I, and I know that from my own experience or, or a better way of saying that, that, that has been my experience. I don't want to dictate what your experience is, but from my experience, having had poor health from a young age and struggling from a young age I was just like, this makes life hard. And I could see the next like 50 years of my life and be like, oh my goodness, if my health is like this at age 18, like I, I, li- I cannot see how I could do a job that I love, how I could care for people, how I could travel the world, which I wanted to do. Travel's really important to me. I couldn't see how I was going to, like I was scared to have children because I was so tired with a proper night's sleep without caring for kids, I had so much joint pain, I had so much fatigue and sluggishness and brain brain fog with no children in the mix and I knew from having lots of close friends and growing up in an environment, you know, we were always in and around people with kids and young families in our community and I knew it was hard, I knew people didn't get sleep and I was like scared because I was like, I am exhausted with no, I'm burnt out with no kids, just trying to like get through the day. And it, and it scared me. And I, and I knew that my health needed to, that my health health was holding me back, that my health would hold me back in the future. And, but that wasn't the case for some people. Like I could see the potential of, oh, my, my health could actually really propel me forward. Like having healthy periods and hormones could be really awesome. I could know when to exercise and when not to exercise, it could mean I get pregnant whenever I want to or not get pregnant, you know, when I when I want to, if I know my cycle and my cycle steady and regular and healthy. Like I could tell that, oh, you know, I could feel more confident if I wasn't shitting my pants all the time and that would impact my career and my earning potential. And this, I do think I'm a very connected thinker. <laughs> I figured that out from listening to the podcast. If you ever done Strength Finders, one of my things is connectedness. I see a thread's Through all things, things that are seemingly disconnected, I'm like, yep, that makes total sense, which I think is probably why I make a good holistic nutritionist. Um, but I could see that, and I, I really, and I could see how some people's health propels them forward. You know, they were like, yeah, I'm trekking in Nepal. This is so much fun, woo! Whereas I was like, I can't trek in Nepal because I need a toilet, otherwise I shit my pants. Like, I just, I was like, I don't. But you know, I could see it working for the people, so. I want to offer you some thoughts and offerings of these kind of principles that I think have really made a difference for my health that hopefully make a difference for yours. And a couple of just disclaimers, you know, my health isn't perfect. So I don't want this podcast to be like, just be like me. My life is wonderful. This is like my life and my health is not some curated Instagram feed. It's real, there's hard stuff, there's sleep deprivation, there's postpartum recovery, there's mental health issues, there's therapy, there's messiness, there is stuff that I'm still working on. I'm still applying these principles. This isn't a one and done. I keep applying these principles. Even just today, I was sending off a stool test, finally, <laughs> um, to just figure out what's going on with my gut, just to work on that a bit more. And I'm kind of scared that it's going to come back as like horrendous <laughs> despite all of this so you know I'm still working on this but I I want to share what I know so far and I'm also aware that I can't control everything in my health like I really want to obviously control freak over here but stuff comes up I'm not immune to poor health or mental health crises or just health crises in general and the next thing next disclaimer is my health was pretty bad before (laughs) so you could argue if we're thinking about this really critically like, yeah, Kesia, but you felt really bad, <laughs> really low energy, sore joints, like pooping your pants. Like you felt really awful before. So of course, like it doesn't take much for you to feel better. One, one could argue that. So, and I, I, this is my body. So I don't know. I do think there is more for me in terms of my health. I do think. My energy could probably be more stable. Obviously, this past year has been really stressful. So my stress response, my hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis, I imagine is probably struggling despite me supporting that. So, you know, there's there's work to be done. Also, I'm aging. I'm actively aging. And that comes with its consequence, you know, in... Maybe a couple of years time, I might begin to hit that perimenopause because that can happen in late thirties, you know, so there's always going to be stuff I'm working on. So just FYI. Okay. So why do I think I, uh, my health is better and that I'm in better shape with less sleep, more stress, more depletions, more caregiving responsibilities, more financial strain, working, uh, running my own business, working full time, doing all the things. What? Why has that not just left me like a puddle on the floor? I mean, let's be honest. It has left me on a puddle on the floor on many occasions. Just not like consistently. (laughs) You know, We have three kids screaming at you at once. Or three kids doing like the nighttime party of like one wakes up. Then you eventually get one to sleep. But then the other one wakes up. You eventually get them to sleep. Then the other one wakes up. You eventually get them to sleep. But then the first one has actually slept really well. But it's just been like four hours since they first woke up and they have no idea that you've been up with all the other two, you know? (laughs) So anyway, why do I think it's better? I've got about five principles here. This isn't an extensive list. These are some of the key ones. So why do I think my health's in a better place? Um, number one is I know about my body. It is quite staggering considering that our life and existence on earth depends on our body how little we know about it how little we're taught about it and how much we don't understand it so I believe that our bodies are consistently communicating to us through how we feel through our symptoms through various things and that's what I take track of with clients and that's part of what gives me so much data yes we run lab tests but it's also some of these more qualitative these feelings these symptoms this health history that where I get a lot of data from But I I think probably in this past year, especially, you know, going into um, having newborn twins and a toddler and recovering and all those kind of things, is that I'd actually already done a lot of work and a lot of groundwork where I knew my body. I know roughly its strengths. I know its weaknesses. I know it pretty well. I know what it means. Like I know when my body is telling me it's stressed, like for example, when my body is often stressed, I might get bloated and I might start to get very small patches of eczema. That's for me, if my body's really gone quite far down the stress route, if that makes sense. And then there's a couple of stages before that, where that I notice. So I just know the tells, I know the symptoms, I know my genetics, some of my genetic mutations, you know, I have a, a, a one, um, snip of uh, MTHFR, so I know my methylation struggles. I know dairy doesn't do me, like there's just lots of things. And I also know when I have a symptom, what it means. Now this obviously is because some of my job as a nutritionist, but I see this with my clients all the time where they get to learn, oh, oh, this is how I make energy oh, right, I make energy, I make energy in my body, in my cells, right, these are the things that help support my energy, these are the things that don't. But we don't get taught that. It's kind of like we get told about like, I don't know, our genitals and some basic anatomy, but we don't get taught like how does the body work? And I had already done a lot of groundwork, so I wasn't going into this stage of life of having young kids and sleep deprivation without, like, totally un- disconnected to my body. I already knew about it through lab tests, through learning, through paying attention, through experience, and I'd already done a lot of groundwork, a lot of healing, which I think makes the world of difference, especially, you know, you can apply this to any stage of life, but, you know, you don't want to be having, like, a four-week, four-week-year-old twins and then be trying to figure out what's going on in your body and what food works for you. Like, no, 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 You you want to just know that. And we are so disconnected to our bodies, despite the fact that our bodies are the way that we exist, serve, love, care, impact the planet in a positive way. So... Getting to know your body is really, really huge. And I do think that's a big part and something I'm always learning about and learning more about. Even now I'm I'm sending off another poop test because I haven't done that since before having kids. So a lot will have changed. There might be a lot of work there. There might not be. But getting to know your body, knowing what it means and connecting to it. A lot of the time I find, sometimes I can ask clients when we start working together, like how is your energy? And they don't know because we're so used to just like Numbing, suppressing, and ignoring how we feel. It's, you know, we just kind of in surviving mode. We don't notice, they don't know that they're bloated and struggling and fatigued because it's just their quote unquote normal. So just learning to listen to your body can be really, really helpful. Okay, another reason why I think I'm in better shape now, better shape is a bit of a rubbish phase, isn't it? Because that makes, I don't know, it has connotations of like, I'm beach body ready, guys. (laughs) Which, I mean, I am beach. I am literally beach body ready now because, you know, I just need to go to a beach. But, you know what I mean? Where I feel better, have better energy, in good health. Like, I feel healthy and healthiest I've ever felt. Next reason is I had changed my default. So growing up, my default, we had a deep fat fryer. My snacks were like Mars bars, Bounties, Frosties, cereal, um, wagon wheels, ketchup sandwiches these kind of things. So that wasn't like my default growing up. Then when I was like more of a student, it was more like instant coffee. Um I think I was aware that wheat didn't do me very well, but I lived off a lot of like peanut butter, bananas, rye bread. I mean, pretty healthy. Like no shade in that. Probably a lot of um actually you no, know, a lot of biscuits as well, a lot of cake. Me and my flatmates used to make lots of cake. So not again. Not, not terrible. But what I've had to do is, and what I have done before I entered this more tough time of like, you know, because I'm talking about my stage of life has been being um, a mum with young kids. And that just is depleting nutritionally. Um, it depletes your body. It's stressful. It's a massive, massive outlay of your energies and your body's reserves. But, you know, this could apply to various different things. Um, But I had a healthy default. I wasn't going into that being like, I have no idea what to eat, food intolerances, I don't know. Like I just already knew that. My default, the way I eat just instinctively and just without thinking was healthy. And this is such a game changer. And what I see when I'm working with clients, often we do make some changes to their diet, obviously. And that's why we work together over four months so that over that four months, this, it becomes a new healthy default. It's like instinctive. It's not them trying to be healthy because they're working with Kezia. It's not like a two-week blip or a month blip or a two-month blip. That's why I work with people over a long period of time so that they create a new healthy default where they're not trying to eat healthy. They are just eating in a way that feels good for them and that is sustainable. And that is such a game changer. Constantly being on and off and changing and trying it's, it's exhausting. And you know, I've not had like energy to be like, oh, how can I, oh, I need to eat healthy. No, I've just had to rely on my default settings. And when, and that's, and I've been so, and I think one of the reasons I feel so much better is because my default settings work for me. They, they My default settings are based on me and my body. They're not based on, you should Kezia eat like a vegan. No, you should be, no. No. My default, I know what that is and it works for me and it's for my body. And that's what I do with clients. That's why people are like, oh, can I not just have a session with you? And I'm like, no, I don't often do that because I want you to have a healthy default so that you're not trying to eat healthy. Trying to eat healthy is exhausting long-term. You can do it for a short period of time. So people come to me and they have the energy for that. But the goal is that when they leave it's become more of a default. It's become more of a lifestyle shift. It's like a bit of a no-brainer, no-thinker, you know? And that is so powerful because life happens. Circumstances change. If you're, if the only way you eat healthy is by trying really hard to, it will not last. Anytime something stressful happens, any circumstance happens, it will completely go to pot. And that is the problem with most Um, With so many people, a pandemic happens. Ah, I'm just going to eat loads of crisps and drink loads of gin. Ah, because you're like, you know, me having newborn twins. Ah, I don't know. I'm just going to eat tons of bread and toast. Ah, because that would happen if I was, if I was wasting energy trying to eat healthy. I don't try to eat healthy. I have changed my defaults. My default setting is eating in a way that works for my body. And that is a game changer, especially when circumstances change, especially when you're sleep deprived, especially when stress is happening. It's not like, I don't know what to cook for dinner. I should be so healthy. No. And some of that is a mindset shift. Some of it's practical, knowing what to eat, knowing what works for you, knowing what works for your gut, what works for your energy, what foods foods fuel you and are anti-inflammatory, what foods create inflammation. It's also a mindset shift as well of just like, no, this is, I eat. I get to feel good. I'm allowed to feel good. My food is important. My food is my medicine. Like there is that mindset and belief element as well. I don't think food doesn't matter. I think it really matters. I think it can either create inflammation or it can be, can reduce inflammation. It kind of can fuel the life that you want to live and the energy and the person you want to be, or it can make life so much harder depending on what you eat. And we eat three times a day, four times a day, or after having twin girls, Let's be honest. Eight times a day, ten times every hour, trying to breastfeed twins, constant eating. Um, You know, we eat a lot, so we may as well utilize that to really help us feel the way we want to feel. Which I'm guessing you want to feel good, you want to feel happy, you want to feel stable, energized, vibrant. So. Food is a part of that. So that's the second thing. I had a healthy default. Third thing, that uh, one of the reasons why I think I um, feel better now than I did 10 years ago, despite less sleep, having more kids, all of these things, is that I've actually had to really lean into getting more support. And for me, it's been really uncomfortable. And for most people, I think it's really uncomfortable. I've really invested in uh, like finances and just headspace in getting a lot of support. Support with food, with the house, with childcare, with cleaning, with... Um, so many things and it's been really uncomfortable. I don't like asking for help. I know I'm quite a capable person. So in my head, I know I could probably juggle most things. I've just been aware that that always is going to have a cost. Um, I, um, I'm financially relatively conservative in terms of how I spend things, so it's been really uncomfortable, like, investing, if I think about it, even the last three years, the amount of money I've spent on um, my actual physical rehab, so physios, chiropractor, um you know, just from birth injuries, getting my pelvic floor back, my hips, like, alignment, all of these kind of things just from injury, like, that has been a phenomenal amount of money, but so worth it, you know, I've, um, been supported with childcare. You know, we have a nanny now before with my son, which is my son, we did um, nursery with him. And now we just have a nanny because we have three kids under three and it's cheaper anyway. But that still is a massive out outgoing. I have had regular massages and that was super uncomfortable to begin with because I was like, Kezia, who are you? Some posh bird getting a regular massage, like, like you, like, I don't know, you live in a spa, but I was just with breastfeeding, it was so sore on my shoulders, my back, it was keeping me up at night, I couldn't, and then when I get regular massages, I sleep better, I feel better, it's become a bit of a non-negotiable, and we have, I have a lovely lady around the corner, shout out to Deborah. she doesn't listen to podcast, but she's awesome, Um, and she gives a great massage, and I maybe just get it done once a month now, Um, But that's all really uncomfortable stuff. I've invested in a lot of therapy, going to therapy every week or every other week. That's felt annoying at times to pay for that. Like I could easily think of other things I would spend that money on, like a hot holiday somewhere. But I have known that it's that it's uncomfortable for a reason, that it's meant to be uncomfortable, that, and that has been such an invaluable investment, my brain is happier, my mental health, my nervous system is happier, that's meant my sleep quality has improved as I've supported my mental health, like so many other things I've invested um, in support for our uh, marriage and relationships, my own self, like so many aspects, and every time I've spent money, every time I've asked for help, I've Felt uncomfortable. It's felt, you know, like really, 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 really. But the reason I do it is because I know and experience the ROI on it. I experience the return of that investment. I experience it in my energy, in my health, in my skin, in my sleep quality, in my hormones. My body is like the display of all of that support. If that makes sense, my health is the display. My mental health my ability, my resiliency, my immune system is what is seeing the result of all of those things. And yes, it is uncomfortable. I know that maybe you like, thinking of working with me, let's just use that as an example, but you could use any other support here. I know that that probably feels uncomfortable. Most people, you know, it costs over three grand to work with me. That's not just something generally people have in cash, like in their purse, just unaccounted for I know that is uncomfortable I know when I spent my first couple of thousand on my own health and tests and support I thought I was going to be sick I get, I do get that but it's I honestly think when you get the right support for your body and if you're thinking about working with me that's what the clarity calls for we can figure out if I am the right support because I'll tell you if I'm not I totally will I honestly want you just to feel good and so I will direct you in whatever way I think is going to help you get there the fastest and easiest And that might not be me, but it's, it's so uncomfortable and I get that, but that doesn't mean it's not going to help you, if that makes sense. So I've really invested and really um, become aware of the pattern that getting more support helps me to feel better, gives me results, helps my energy, my body, my mental health, all these things, but it is uncomfortable every time. And so now I just know that's pattern every time. So recently we upped our childcare hours. So that's obviously going to increase our monthly cost each month. That felt uncomfortable, but because I've done this pattern so many times, that I know the ROI. Yes, so I expect the discomfort. Okay, I'm gonna be paying more for childcare. Okay, that means this. Okay, that's uncomfortable. That feels uncomfortable in my gut. Okay, but I know this is gonna have benefit. You know, I know I know there's gonna be an ROI. Why? Because I've done that a lot. So this past year. I've had a lot of support. I've gone to see mass. I've had massages. I've had therapy. I've had um, acupuncture. I've had gone to see the physio. We have childcare. We have cleaning support. Um, I've invested in like courses. I have a mentor and coach for my business, which has been a massive, uncomfortable investment. I built an office that was a big investment in the garden so I could have some space and time, which has been a total game changer. Like... The list could kind of go on. Uh, meal deliveries with Mindful Chef, like just a lot of stuff. And I get that not everyone is in the position. You know, all of us are in different financial positions. So it, this isn't the finances does have something to do with it but it's also not all about finances it's about your willingness to receive support and your willingness to be uncomfortable at receiving support and still getting it anyway because there's lots of ways you can receive support that isn't necessarily spending money but I would argue that a lot of us spend money on things that are not as important as our health but it feels more it feels more comfortable to buy the latest smartphone than it does to invest in your gut health, doesn't it? And I, that's weird. And I talked about that last episode, like why? That is, it does, like, even in my body, I'm like, cool, cool, by the way, iPhone, cool, put on contract, 50 pounds a month, great, for the next uh, 24 months or whatever. I can't do that maths very well, but that's gonna be like 2,000 pounds, 1,000 pounds. Anyway, some amount of money. And that feels like, yeah, that makes sense. Whereas if you like 50 pounds a month, £100 pounds a month on your gut health, which is going to help you to sleep better, live longer, all of these. It's like, ooh, 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 that feels more uncomfortable, doesn't it? Which is weird. Anyway, so I've invested in lots of support. So what support do you need right now? And what feels uncomfortable for you to invest in or to ask for in terms of support? Maybe it's some more support with your partner, more at home, equi- more equitable division of the household labor and the you know the mother load, as it were. Maybe it's therapy, maybe it's working with me. What what support do you need? And don't allow the discomfort to put you off. It's a bit like doing a squat. Doing a squat at the gym does not feel comfortable, but it's good, <laughs> that makes sense. You feel the uh, reward of it. Okay, fourth thing. Um, sleep. I have had less sleep in the last three years than I've ever had in my life, yet I have more energy. Why is that? This is probably a whole podcast in itself. I started really working hard on it after I had my son. Um, I use an Aura Ring, um, O-U-R-A. If you just Google Aura, Ring, O-U-R-A. I had to track my sleep and I really ramped up my sleep hygiene. And in this past year, I've really prioritized it. And I'll talk about that in a little bit. But the last um, three years has not been a winner for me in terms of quantity of sleep. I have newborn twins. I have a toddler. Like I'm not winning any prizes for that. But instead of freaking out and just going, oh, there's nothing I can do. It's just the way way it is when you're a mom or a parent. No, I really focus on quality of sleep. And so my quality of sleep, I've been tracking it. I've been testing it. I've been doing sleep hygiene. I have really focused on prioritizing my sleep. Sleep has the best and biggest return on your investment ever. You improve your quality of sleep. You improve Nearly every aspect of your life. Your ability to burn fat, your energy production, your hormones, your detoxification, your skin, your gut health, you improve your sleep, you improve so many other things. Sleep is one of the best things you can improve on, and it's why every single client I work with, we always work on improving sleep quality, on looking at circadian rhythm. It's a huge aspect of your health, it's a huge pillar. I could keep on going on about it, but I'm not going to. So my kids do wake me up. They are not perfect kids, like perfect sleepers. My Actually, my son was a bit of an amazing sleeping baby, but um, his sleep got worse after the girls were born and then I had newborn twins. So, you know, no one was sleeping through the night. <laughs> but I was really clear on my priorities and I prioritized my own sleep, which comes to my final point, which is I'm really clear on my priorities, which motherhood and being a woman in a female body generally is synonymous with being a martyr. So, and, and with motherhood specifically, there is elements of that. I was very sick with hyperemesis with, um with the girls. So I literally, there was a level of martyrdom there. I was stuck in a dark, cold room 24-7 for about three months. Like there is an element of suck it up. You're doing this, like you're dying to yourself, you know? That was not, there was nothing enjoyable about that. Nothing. There's nothing enjoyable about that newborn stays, in my opinion. Your opinion might be different, and that's fine. Um, So there is levels of martyrdom there and self sacrifice, and that's kind of what you sign up for in motherdom. But it's almost like we have no boundaries with that. It's kind of just like, yes okay, I'm just going to be swallowed up. There is zero boundaries between me and my kids. They can have everything, 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 everything. That's what being a mother means. No, you need boundaries. Motherdom is not automatic, does not automatically mean martyrdom. And a lot of the time, so much of what drives our choices can be this idea that, oh, well, what my kids want is best. No, I've been really clear that my health is my priority. My kids don't care about my health. You know, small children deeply egocentric they only care about themselves the world rolls around them and that's healthy that's normal you know so they're not they're not going to prioritize my health my sleep my mental health my well-being my eating like my kids would literally eat this morning for breakfast literally made all the kids this is what mums do made all i was starving made all the kids their breakfast first we had some eggs going on sauerkraut homemade toast from bread. They'd had their water. They'd had their drink. We changed their nappies. They were dressed. I had give them some blueberries. Everyone was happy. I sit down with my breakfast about 45 minutes later or whatever it is. I'm starving. And what do they all come and do? They come up like they want to eat it. And they would literally eat all the food off my plate if I let them because they don't care if I'm hungry and my blood sugar's low and my hormones and my mental health is struggling. They don't care. They just want to eat the eggs off my plate. So you have to have boundaries. And I've been really aware and clear on that. Even in those early couple of months, I was really clear. My um, girls were combination fed and mainly through a bottle because of anyway, of various reasons. So we halfed, we did half the night each. We split it. We, um. I was just, yeah, I Anyway, uh, this is going on, but I was really clear on my priorities that my kids, my partner, no one else around me was going to prioritize my health other than me. No one else was going to foster and cultivate my mental health other than me, my gut health, my hormonal health, my postpartum recovery. No one was going to say, hey, Kezia, you should really go to the physio to make sure like you're aligned and your pelvic floor is good. Hey, Kezia, you should really go to the chiropractor to make sure that things are, that you feel really good and can sleep well and aren't in pain no one was going to say that to me. People don't say that. It's all about the kids, all about whatever else. So I had to prioritize that for myself because I wanted to feel good because I know that when I'm well, my kids benefit. Me having a burnout and a nervous breakdown six months after my twins were born wouldn't have served anybody. It wouldn't have served my family. It wouldn't have served my attachment and connection to my kids. It just wouldn't. And I'm I'm aware of that. I'm I think struggling with health and struggling with my mental health, I'm aware of how close I have been in the past to being just really, really struggling. And uh, that's just, I know I have some influence on that. I don't have 100% influence. I have some. So I'm going to do something about that. Okay, so get clear on your priorities. Where does your health and your body fit on your priorities list? Are you last on the pile? What does that look like? And this looks like, you know, obviously a lot of the people I work with are not mums at the same stage of life. So I've got a recent client who has recently been retired and they'd been in pain basically their whole life and it was really impacting their close relationships. Um, you know, their kids had grown up. They were like not at the same stage of life as me at all. But now from applying these principles, by getting to know their body, by changing their default around food, figuring out what foods worked for them, um, by adding in lots of support, by them getting really uncomfortable, they, they found investing in working with me uncomfortable. But they are so glad that they did it. Then we worked on their sleep quality, winding down so that they're waking up less, so they're sleeping so much better. We got really um, clear on their priorities in terms of what to focus on and what's next for them. And it's really helped them. Their their pain levels has massively shifted. Their energy has changed. Their sleep has improved. It's impacting their close relationships. Everyone around them is benefiting. And they are so glad that they did it. So they were not at the same stage of life as me at all. But applying these things really made a difference. Or think of another client who has had more children than I have was very depleted, um, had had that typical like post-baby diagnosis with thyroid issues and autoimmune conditions, and was basically at a little bit of burnout. We applied the above, got to know her unique body, what food worked for her, what was her healthy default. We didn't try and change everything about the way she ate and the way she cooked her family and every single thing. We focused on what are the key things. we um she started to get more support. We've worked on her sleep quality and she's become really clear and aware of her own priorities. Or I think of another client who was studying and running a business and um, moving house and was in some big life, um, a big breakup and life changes. Um, and they didn't have kids, but they were working, they were doing a master's and working full time and all, all of these different things. And for her, we, she, what we did, we needed to get to know her body. We needed to change her default from um, emotional eating, binge eating, trying to be healthy. We had to change her default so that Her default was just really healthy and that she ate more food. And as she ate more food, she stopped binge eating. Like we added in more support into her life. And for her, that looked like therapy and getting some of that mental health support. We worked on her sleep quality. And that was a total game changer for her because her sleep, she was like sometimes getting three, four hours of sleep a night. And we, with her, again, she got really clear on her priorities, on her health, on prioritizing for her, her sleep and her, um, like her mental well-being was really important for her. So these things apply and I see them um, no matter where you're at in life. And I see them play out with my clients all the time. And that's partly why they see um, the results and, and how you can as well. I would love for you and for your health to keep getting better and better. Get to know your body, get to get data on it, know what is prop happening, know what the problem is, <laughs> know what it is. If you do not feel fine, everything is not fine, no matter what medical professional have told you that. And I'm not saying, and what I mean by that is not that there's some massive disease and diagnosis going on. No, 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 because um, our medical system is really great at looking out for those. That's great. But say you think your thyroid is off, you've had all the tests, they're like, no, 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 everything's totally fine. Great, you don't, you maybe don't have thyroid disease in the parameters that we have, but that doesn't mean everything is fine. You know, you don't feel good. Therefore, there's probably something going on that's not disease level, sure, but that you could feel better. So get to know your body, gather data, change your healthy default, stop kind of going on and off things. Get the help that you need to shift so that it eating healthy is effortless and easy for you and works for your body. It's not just, well, I read this was a really great weight to eat, but it actually makes me feel like crap. No, do it in a way that actually works. Focus on your sleep quality, get lots of support or get the right support, even though it feels uncomfortable. From my experience, getting support always feels uncomfortable. Whether that's getting a cleaner for an hour a week and you feel like, Oh, I should I can clean my own toilets. I feel a bit awkward about asking this person to clean my toilets. They, are they gonna think I'm better than them? That I like I'm like, oh, clean my toilet slave. Like that's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable for me to spend the amount I do, I, I do on childcare. It's uncomfortable to pay for therapy every week when you're just like, oh, what a waste of time. <laughs> Which is always my thought. Investing in yourself is uncomfortable. Be okay with that. Expect that. Buying organic cucumber for £1.20 when you can get a normal cucumber for 50p feels uncomfortable. It feels uncomfortable. That's okay. That doesn't mean it's not the right path for you. And then get really clear on your priorities. What is your priority? Where is your health on your and your body on your priority list? Is it, is it even in the top five? And I would argue that your health, you're in the fullest, most holistic sense of the word, Perhaps should be your top priority because it serves everybody around you when you are well. It is a gift to everybody around you when you are well. Even if you have tiny kids, which I have, I have three of them. Yeah, I, I come first. And that might probably, and you might not agree with that. That's okay. That might make you feel angry. That might make you feel uncomfortable. That may bring up a lot of feelings. And I just encourage you, look at those. Look at those. What does that bring up? And again, we all get to choose different paths, but I honestly think um, getting clear on your priorities can really help. And if you need my help, If you want my support or you want to just even have a conversation about that, figure out what feels good, if it's the right fit, I can help direct you what support might be useful for you. And that might not be me. And I'm really happy to do that. I want you to feel good. I want you to feel better in a year's time than you do right now. I want you in five years' time to be like, remember five years ago when I felt really tired? I feel so energized and strong right now. I'm feeling really good. Because I know that's available to you when you apply these principles. And if you need help with that, which many people do, I would love to help. So book your clarity call at caresyourhall.com, um keziahall.com forward slash book. And we can just chat it through. These are no pressure, doesn't commit you to anything, doesn't cost you anything, but you will leave with clarity and knowing more of what your root causes are and what is going on so that you are, have real and um, you're really clear on what the next steps are for you, okay? I would love to speak with you. It's also really nice to chat to people kind of in real life and just see how you're doing. I talk so much on this podcast about getting personalized support. This is a way that you can get a bit of personalized support for free. It's like a no-brainer. So keziho.com forward slash book. Love to chat with you. Otherwise, I will see you next week for another episode. Sending you lots of love. Thank you for being here. I so appreciate your time, your energy. Please share this with any friends. Screenshot it. Tell people about it. Um, I would love more people to benefit from this free resource. Okay, sending you lots of love. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I'm so glad that you are here. And if you're looking for more in-depth, personalized support, then remember, I'm currently taking on new clients, so we could get started working together super soon. So head to kesiahall.com forward slash book to book in your call with me, and we'll just chat it through what it looks like, what it would look like for you, and answer all of your questions, and you can decide if it's a good fit. So head to kesiahall.com forward slash book, book in your call with me, and we can chat super soon on Zoom, which would be really fun. It'd be like a podcast, but where you can reply. (laughs) which is always fun so I would love to chat with you so head to keziohall.com forward slash book and we can just chat it through this is a really chilled informal chat no pressure no weird weird sales techniques just a chat on zoom and feel free to bring a cup of tea okay I look forward to speaking to you soon